welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Hebrews chapter 2. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if, if we neglect so great a salvation? Say, so great a salvation. So great a salvation. Say, so great a salvation. So great a How can we escape if we should neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders and various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. For he has not put the the world to come of which we speak in subjection to angels. But one testifies in a certain place saying, what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you you care for him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all things, someone say all things. All things in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But we do not yet see all things Put under him. But we see Jesus. Who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Crowned with glory and honor. That he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. For it is fitting for him. From whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation. Say salvation. Salvation. Say salvation. Salvation. To make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are of one. For which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. And in the midst of the assembly, I will praise I will sing praises to you. Again, I will put my trust in him. Again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. Inasmuch then as the children have, have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same true death, he might destroy him who has the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God and to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is he is able to aid those who are tempted. Somebody say amen. amen. In, the, in the whole of scripture, there is no chapter that is so condensed with 
five aspects of Jesus' work. All of them at the same time in one chapter. His incarnation, his crucifixion, his resurrection, his ascension, and his glorification. All these five major aspects of Jesus' life have been manifested clearly in this chapter. As I have been explaining, angels don't qualify to say, die for, save us. And because angels were not put in command of everything God has done. He could have given it to angels. But he said, what is man that you allow him to be in charge of? Man is not that like essential. When you compare the power of God, the grandeur of man, the, the power of man, the grandeur of man, the limitation, the confines of man, why would you have to put him in charge of everything like that? He said, yet we don't see everything under him because man didn't learn how to stay under authority in order to gain authority. So because the authority God gave us was a delegated, delegated authority. And man lost the place and it was death. Everyone was plunged into death. Now in the verse 9, it says that, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor that he might, by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. Now that word everyone there doesn't mean human beings alone. Okay? The word everyone there, the original Greek doesn't just connote every human being. It all connotes everything created in the universe. Everything physically created was plunged, subjected to futility. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. It says that for the endless expectation of the, of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing. Verse 20. I'll come back to 19 later. For the creation was subjected to what? Futility. Death. I told you the other time that death in that text does not mean the funeral, which is the final part of the death, the maturation, when the crystallization of death is when you die out of this earth. Okay, physical. But then death in all forms, uselessness, futility, hopelessness, sickness, diseases, they are all incipient death, manifestation of death in a certain form. Creation was, that's why when you leave your food, your meat without putting it in the fridge, it goes bad. Because everything has been subjected to death. We try to be in control of everything, but still, have you realized that we love to control the things that we can't control? We, we find it difficult to give up anything we can't control. We want to be in control. Have you realized that at every point in your life, you've, no, no human being has ever got into the place where he said, I have been able to achieve everything I wanted to. I've been able to do everything I've planned to do. Anyone here like that? We just have to look at your exam results. <laughs> you plan, even just the driving uh, test theory, you couldn't get 100%. You got 98. Invest it to get A. Get A. It's not, you don't have to get 90 to get A. Because no, no one can get it. <laughs> so depending on your university, sometimes even 70. Yeah. If you get 70, it's A. 75, A star. Ah! <laughs> Some people will be boasting and had A stars. I'm talking about the uh, under 80. <laughs> because human nature has been subjected to futility that no one can 
be able to fulfill everything that you want to do. That's why we all need Jesus. So we need Jesus. But I want you to know that the entire creation was subjected to death. So in Colossians chapter 2 verse 20. So Jesus' redemption does not, listen, what I'm trying to say is the redemption that Christ brings does not only cover human beings. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 20, and by him to reconcile all things to himself. By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. So he, his blood of, the blood of his cross was not to just reconcile human beings to God. It covers all things created. He had, in, in verse 10 again, 10 of Hebrews chapter 2, he says that, for it is fitting for God, for whom does God, all, for whom are all things, by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory. We may have to spend a bit of time on the chapter 10, verse 10. To make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Verse 9. I wanted to check something. Uh, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Why was he made lower than the angels? For your information, angels don't die. It's human being created things that die. And he had to die because all of us have been, have been subjected to death. Death has crept in and taken over. And so Jesus had to come and face death. He has to come and taste death. Put it on the screen again. That, uh, uh, he was made a little lower than angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor. That, why? That he, by the grace of God, that he might do what? Might taste death for everyone. Everything that has been subjected to death, he came to taste death on that behalf. On the behalf of that thing. That he might experience, because God can die. So if you say Jesus is God, when Jesus died on the cross, where was God? He didn't die as God. God doesn't die. <laughs> Even angels don't die, let alone God. Spirits don't die. So when he was born in the manger and crying, <laughs> was that God crying? God, the creator of everything. He wrapped himself. So it was the human. God wrapped himself with humanity. And human, the human, that's what is called incarnation. The identification of the incarnation. Because we... Watch this. Because you and I are human beings in flesh, and he had to help us. He had to identify with us. Other than that, he doesn't qualify to save us. Right. You know what it means to be a woman or to be a man and being tempted? Be a woman and being tempted by gossip. <laughs> Does he know that? So you will say that. Does he, God doesn't understand. No, no, he said, he walked where I walk. He stood where I stood. He, he, he felt what I felt, yet without sin. And he understood God with us, so close to us. God, that's why he came. And that's, that's the, the way I'm going on with this message. But watch this. The Bible says that he, he became human beings that he might taste death for us. So when he died on the cross, it wasn't God who has died because spirits don't die. He said, into your hands, I I release my spirit. I, I, I give my spirit. The spirits don't die. When someone dies, they say, oh, he's gone. Where is he gone? Can you imagine? When you die, people don't even refer you as. They say, where is the body? Bring the body. Uh, let's put the body. Where, have they bought the body? You are not referred to as the body. Because the you has left the body. 
Yeah. You, because spirits don't die. Mm. That's why if you live your life as though everything is about what you are getting physically, you are making a big mistake. You, say, you can say, I don't believe in God, just to help you escape the re- grim reality of godliness. When someone said, I don't believe in God, it's not because they are so intelligent. It's because they are trying to stretch their intelligence to cover something that doesn't really exist. To overstretch it so that, because if I admit there is God, then it's, it's, it's a, there's a lot of consequence. I have to give an account of the way I'm behaving. So the best way to live as though I'm free from anything is to say there is no God. You are lying because you know there is God. There are so many things you can't stand. Big bang, big bang, big bang, big bang. Science, law of motion, the third law of motion. It says that every object continues to be in a, a continuous, uh, continuous motion or in a state of rest unless an external force is applied. You, you said you understand science. Come on, science. That thing has always been there. And then suddenly there was a bang. I mean, how can someone, something bang? What caused the bang? What caused that so-called big bang? What, what caused it? They, are not, they don't know the answer. Because it defies the laws. Because if you say nothing, there was, there, there was nothing before everything. And just, something just existed by itself. No way. It just was there. And suddenly, it exploded and turned into a nice, organized world. Bible says, Bible says in Romans chapter 1, verse 20, verse 19 and 20. For since the creation of the world, the invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and godless, so that they are without excuse. You can't say, I don't know, there is no God. He said, the things that are created are clear. He said, he said since, since the creation of the world, the invisible attributes, we can't see God. His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood. Just if you have a little bit of common sense, you can tell that there's God. Being understood. The things that are made. So you look at the things that are made. As I say, you look at your watch, it tells you there is God. Anything made tells you there must be a maker. And everything came from something. Everything came from something. Everything came from you. You didn't just show up. You came from somewhere. You can't claim you don't have a mother. You are, you'll be a big liar. We all know that you are out of your mind if you say you don't have a mother. Everybody. Even if you are developing the test, you, you grew up in a womb. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Everybody came from, everything came from. You like your iPad so much, it came from somewhere. There are raw materials. Those raw materials were extracted from somewhere. The chair came from somewhere. The carpet came from everything. Okay, so the original things, the raw materials, where did they come from? They just showed up. Oh, come on, give me a break. I thought you were quite a bit more intelligent than that. <laughs> How can just things just show up? People even, uh, science even tell you that matter does not, matter ch- ch- changes from one state to the other. Matter can't disappear. So the thing that is, must have, someone must be behind it. There is a creator. But the ignorance, the it, the ignorance will tell you when Jesus died, God died. No, it was the human Jesus, the physical Jesus. Yeah. Do you know why? He had to be like us so that he can die. Right, right. And that he can't die. But we have been subjected to death. Someone must enter death and disengage death on your behalf. So the road of the life and ministry of Jesus always led to the cross. 
Everything Jesus did, the cross, everything was leading to the cross. He came that through death, he might deliver those who all their lifetime have been subject to bondage because of the fear of death. That's why he came. But he said that he might, verse 9, he was made little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. He had to be like that. He had to be a human being so he can experience death. Or you would have preferred him being a goat. Goats are lesser human beings, a horse, lesser creatures. Human beings are the highest of all creation. If you kill a horse, your, 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 your sentence, if you are guilty, found guilty, your sentence would not be like killing a human being. When a horse is killing or, uh, a lion, they've kept the lion in the zoo for about 15 years. They're one of the best like, inhabitants of the zoo. People travel from all over. And this lion now managed to jump out and begin to run eating people. It's the best, but they have to put that lion down. Because the fact that he's a threat, it's a threat to human life. Why? Because the human life is the highest of all lives. Of everything created. Human life. So if Jesus is coming to die for us, then he don't have come like a lion. He can't come as a lion. Because a lion doesn't qualify to pay for you. If you, if you have a son, and someone says, well, I've got a lion. If you give me your son, I'll give you the lion. Let's exchange. Will you do that? You must, the social service must come after you, and police must arrest you because there's something wrong with you. You gave up your son for a lion. Even though sometimes it looks like in our, in, our, in our society, people would like to give up human beings for dogs. Yeah. It's a reflection of incipient death that has crept into humanity. Anyway, so Jesus had to come like human beings so that he would die for the purpose of death, for the suffering of death, that he might taste death. That's nine. That he might taste death. Everyone, everything created through death, the death of the cross. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Then he goes on and said, for, <laughs> for it is fitting. God, I mean, can you imagine in John chapter 12, in John chapter 12, verse 21, the disciples came to him. Some people came and said, we want to see Jesus. And the disciples came and told Jesus that, that some guys want to see you. Okay, so they came to Philip who was from Bethsaida of Galilee and asked him, saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Verse 22, then Philip came and told Andrew, and Andrew in turn, uh, uh, and Philip told Jesus. And what did Jesus say? Look at this, it's very interesting. He says that the hour has come, verse 20. But Jesus answered and said, the hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Is it because people are not coming to move for him? No. Is it because he's going to gain fame? No. What is he talking about? When people were coming to look for him, we think about popularity. He doesn't think about popularity. He's thinking about destiny, fulfillment of assignment. So verse 24, he said, except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies. I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. So he's going to the cross. He's about to die. He says that now the hour has come for God to be glorified, for the Son of Man to be glorified. So sometimes human beings, our definitions are warped. Crisscross. Sometimes it's got that's no wonder God said, My ways are not your ways, neither am I touch your thought. You are thinking that you are thinking getting a new job means that the blessing is now flowing. But sometimes losing a job is a sign that blessing is beginning to flow. Very interesting how God does this. You might think that buying a new house. 
It's the beginning of glory. You may think that getting someone who is saying, now I want to marry, is the beginning of glory. But sometimes, someone saying, who has promised that we are going to marry, coming to you and saying, no, I don't think we want to marry. It's the beginning of glory. I'm not saying all the way. That's why that's just, I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to show you how God doesn't choose you based on your will, but based on his will. Maybe the message title will be wrong, but chosen. So, so, so sometimes we may be looking at things from different angles. Elizabeth and, Elizabeth and their husband, Zachariah, they were believing God for a child for so many years. It never happened. They, but they didn't give up. They were still going to church and serving. Because in, for human beings, they say they are failing. You are failing. No. The way that the humans, the human beings' definition of failure is not the, always the definition of yes. failure to God. Sometimes our definition of success is not how God defines success. So they will think um, Elizabeth has failed. Old lady, still no child. But God, you're going to church every day. You're going to church. What can you show for it? You're going to church. No, no job, no house, no money. And you're coming to ask him for money. Let your church give you. Don't worry. Let them keep saying that. Very soon, they will find out that God is a God of Isaac. <laughs> Elizabeth. But in God's plan, they can't give birth prematurely. If they had given birth 20 years ago, it would have been premature. Why? No, because it wasn't yet time for Jesus to come. And God has given in their destiny the privilege of their son introducing the Messiah. So when they were thinking, why? Why God? What does that happen? God said, I have my plan. It's not about you. My plan. And you are privileged to be in the center of my plan. So just follow me and keep quiet. And in the process of time, you show that I am the God of power. I'm the God of all flesh. I'm the God of glory. Shout hallelujah. So he says that the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I mean, you're going to die. He said, glorified, yes. God, this, this is why I came. He said, I think in John chapter 12, verse 36, I suppose. He said, for this hour have I come into the world. For this reason have I been born. Jesus was born so he would die. Even though all of us are dying. The day you are born, that's when you start to die. But Jesus' assignment was to come and die. That he might taste that. For it is fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory. Say glory. glory. Someone say glory. glory. He, remember last week I quoted, for those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed, Romans chapter 8 verse 29, to be conformed to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. That is so important. After now, destination, Christ, many brethren. Verse 20, verse 30. And those he, for those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. Where is our end? Glory. Glory. Now listen to this. This is very important. I want you to understand that our glory, God has called us and is bringing us into a state of glory. God is a God of glory. In, in, Thank you, Jesus. In First Peter chapter 1, verse 3, it talks about blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, who has given, uh, blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercies, how did he do it? His abundant mercies, because he didn't deserve it, but according to his abundant mercies, have begotten us again to a lively hope. This is what it means to be born again. Mm. Not going to church. You have been born to a lively hope. Mm. Mm. He has begotten us again 
into a, to a lively hope through the how did he do it through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse four, from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for us. So he, he, we have been begotten into a lively hope. Into a lively hope. Hallelujah. Amen. Remember this. For those he justified, he glorified. Bible says that in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10, in, it's fitting for God in, in bringing many sons to glory. So where is our destination? Glory. glory. In Colossians, um, Philippians chapter 3 verse 21, in Philippians chapter 3 verse 21, it talks about how um, we will be changed. Who will transform our lowly bodies that it may be conformed to his glorious body. You see? So a time is coming when you use your, this your lowly, cheap body. Mm. Lowly. You know what I'm talking about. It's cheap as compared to what it can be. Because why do you get tired? Because it's a lowly body. Why do you have to wash every day? Twice. Why do you, why? Why do you have to spend money on makeup? Because it's a lonely body. If you don't make, if you don't make up, you, you, people won't like the way you look. <laughs> you will scare children. So, I mean, you have to. <laughs> you know, some people can never go out of their door, even to go and put their rubbish in the bin without making up. Because they will trigger an alarm in the whole. I mean, lonely bodies. That's what I'm talking about. Lonely bodies. Lonely bodies. You look at a man. In his 40s, and his stomach looks very funny. His shape looks, I mean, lowly body. Only women knows what something goes on in their legs. Some of my sisters, when I was growing, some of them, they used to have sores here because of their shoes. It was always hurting their, the back of their hair and the legs. How many? How, how long can you see a woman wearing a high heel for? Sometimes they wear after they put it in the put it aside. It's when they are about to step out and they wear it. But most of the time, some are here right now. They remove it because they are suffering lowly bodies. <laughs> he said he will, he, will, he will change our lowly bodies. Watch this into watch this in, in, in lowly bodies to his glorious body. We are our destination is glorious. To his glory, shall glory. glory. It is fitting for God in bringing many sons to glory. So, as a matter of fact, Romans chapter 8, verse 19, 20, and 21, Bible says that the entire creation is waiting for the manifestation. That manifestation can also be rendered the glorification. Manifestation of the, the endless expectation of creation eagerly waits for the revealing or manifestation or glorification of the sons of God. Creation is waiting for our glory to begin to show. Wow. I'll show you. Go to the next verse and see. For, for, the, for creation was made subject to vanity, not willing, but by the reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Look at the next verse, verse 21. Because creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into what? The glorious liberty of the children of God. You see? It will be delivered into the glorious liberty. We have a glorious, into glorious. We have a glorious liberty we are getting into. 
Very soon, creation will be delivered into the... That's why creation is eagerly awaiting for our... Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Actually, in Revelation chapter 21, verse 11 and verse 21, verse 23, chapter 20, Revelation chapter 21, verse 11, it, it talks about how... The, 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 it says that having the glory of God, that's talking about the new Jerusalem, it has what? The glory of God. Her light was like the most precious stone, like jasper stone. Clear as crystal. That's the, the, the glory in the New Jerusalem. Look at verse 23. Look at verse 23 talks about the city. I like this. The city, that's the care of the New Jerusalem. The city had no need of sun or moon to shine in it. Why? For the glory of. <laughs> Shall glory. glory. It is fitting for him in bringing many sons into glory. In First Corinthians chapter two, verse seven. First Corinthians chapter two, verse ten. We have been designed for glory. First Corinthians chapter two, verse seven. Put it on the screen, please. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, hidden the hidden mystery, hidden wisdom which God has ordained before ages for what our glory. <laughs> it talks about for we are being changed. Second Corinthians chapter three. Verse 18, he said, as we behold, we beholding like in a glass. For we all, with an unveiled, with unveiled face, beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as, the, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So every time, that, what, this one, this particular one is talking about the Word of God. The more you look at the Word of God, see, what you see determines what you become like. That's why your encounters are so important. Because what you discover, what you find out about Jesus is determines what you become like. He said, we all, put it back on it. He said, we all, we all with unveiled faces, beholding in a mirror, in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same from glory to glory, from glory to glory, from glory to glory. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Colossians, chapter 3, verse 4. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Colossians, chapter 3, verse 4. See, when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him. Glory. Someone say glory. Glory. Our destination is glory. Our destination is glory. Amen. I like the part, this particular. First Thessalonians, chapter 2, verse 12. First Thessalonians, chapter 2, verse 12. It talks about how... We, that you, that you would walk worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and world glory. Called into glory. It is fitting. Say it is fitting. fitting. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10. For it is fitting for God. I'm, I'm just summarizing. By whom all are all things, through whom all things. So it is fitting for God in bringing many sons to glory. How is he going to do it? Because our destination is what? Glory. But how is he going to do it? Looking at how unglorious we are. You know, human beings got problem. That's why we always have to dress and go up. Because we got problems. There are some things I found out that they are called embarrassing illnesses. 
we are coming to glory. Amen. That is why I personally believe, in my opinion, I believe that the glory said, as we look into the word of God, we are being changed. So you don't wait for the end. It's working now. Right. So there are certain things that are not permitted to stay in your body. Amen. Because glory phase them out. Glory clears them out. Flashes them out. Flashes them out of your body. I see certain sicknesses are vacating permanently. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. As for me, don't use your mouth to say that's for me. I always get, I, I'm always forgetting other things. I always forget. Don't, I always forget. That's why sometimes I can't study because I forget, I forget, I forget. I have this, this acute forgetfulness. Don't use your mouth to say that. That's not what you've been called into. Maybe that's where you are coming from. But start talking about where you are going. Hallelujah. It is fitting for God in bringing many sons to glory, in making the captain captain of their salvation. Hmm. That's where I was trying to go. Captain of their salvation. Perfect. Perfect. Through suffering. (laughs) In making, it is fitting. In bringing many sons to glory, how is it going? To make the captain, what's the captain? The forerunner. The leader, the pioneer. Someone must enter for us to follow. How did he do it? By the resurrection. That's what we read earlier. First Peter chapter 1. Verse 3, he says, he has brought us into a lively hope by the resurrection of Christ. So when he died, he was in the grave. And when he was resurrected, he resurrected and then paved the way. He's the forerunner. That's the first time any human being went to sleep and got up by himself from dead, from the grave. The tombstone couldn't keep him. He just came out. And walk. But, so it was fitting for God in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of our salvation. Remember I've mentioned the word salvation chapter 2 verse 3. It says that how can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Yeah. In chapter 1 verse 14 it says that the angels are, are uh, uh, ministry spirits sent to minister to us the heirs of salvation. So in, he, he being the captain of our salvation he is the one, the pioneer the originator how did he do it? By the resurrection. So Hebrews, first of all, remember we're talking about his incarnation. We're talking about that he might taste death, his death. Now, by the resurrection, in bringing many sons to glory, by the, to make the captain, he's the forerunner. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse 20, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 20, it talks about Jesus has entered the place already for us. Bible says that where the, oh, you see how he called Jesus? What's his name there? What's his title? Who is he there? Forerunner. Let's already uh, let's go. Where the forerunner has entered for us. Even Jesus, having become a high priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. So he's the forerunner. Jesus is the forerunner. He's a, he's, he entered into glory ahead of us for our, our sake. So, how do you know where you are going? Look at where Jesus is. So Jesus is the, is the forerunner of our, the captain of our salvation, the engineer, the pioneer. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. For it is fitting. Okay, archegos, that's ark. Ark, the word ark has to do with like, you know, when we talk about monarchy, monarch, mon, mono, ark, above, on top of everyone, ruling. When we talk about ark enemy, the top of your enemies, Archangel, the top of the angel. 
That's, 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 the English word is just a combination of different prefaces and surfaces and stuff like that. So the, this one is Archegos, Greek word, Archegos, the one on top who has gone ahead, the one ahead of others. The Archegos, the captain of our salvation. It is fitting to bring for God in bringing many sons to glory make, to make the Archegos of our salvation. Perfect. Say perfect. perfect. I want to finish on the word perfect. Say perfect. perfect. Say perfect. perfect. In, <laughs> who, is the, the, who is the captain of our salvation? Jesus. I can't hear you. Jesus. I can't hear you. Jesus. Jesus being the captain of our salvation, Bible says it is fitting for God in bringing many sons to glory, making Jesus perfect. Ah, perfect. So he wasn't perfect. Teleo, Greek word, tele, T, T, L, T, E, L, E, I, O, O. Tell you, tell you, tell you. In making Jesus perfect. Are you trying to say he wasn't perfect? So when he was a baby in the mother's, when he was born in the manger, was he not perfect? Because he's God in the flesh, so was he not perfect? When he was living, he didn't make any mistake. Was he not perfect? So what does he mean by in making the captain of our salvation perfect? Isn't he already perfect? Are you getting the point I'm making? But Jesus should have been perfect already before he been qualified to save us. Now, perfection there is not talking about sinlessness. It's not talking about impeccability. It's talking about fulfillment. So, you know, when somebody's young, okay, let's say 20-year-old man, most of the time, he's, if you compare a 20-year-old man to an 85-year-old man, an 85-year-old man, the 85 year old man doesn't have a perfect strength. But the 20 year, 19 year old man, yes, perfect strength. Okay, perfect. But he hasn't perfected his work. Doesn't even have a wife, doesn't have a child, doesn't even have a, a good job yet. So he said, but he has finished, he has finished raising his sons, he's wonderfully married, taking good care of his wife, his children are all doing well, and now he's, he's retired because he's perfected his job. Am I, am I communicating? Yes. In bringing many sons to glory, okay, it is, it is fitting for God in bringing many sons to glory, making the captain of their salvation perfect. What does that mean? This is very important. Listen, this is an important aspect of the teaching. Making perfect how? Put it on the screen. Let's all read it from the screen, everything from the beginning. Let's go. For, louder, louder, let's go. For it is fitting for him. For whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through so. How is he going to make him perfect? How is he going to make him perfect? Through, not suffering. Suffering. Say, 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 say. Many, many suffering. Say, say, say. You're only one suffering God delivered. You think that's all? No. Life is full of sufferings. Uh-huh. That's what will make you perfect. Ah! Wow. <laughs> All right, let me. In making perfect. Now, listen to this. If Jesus had come on earth as a full grown man like Adam, you see the difference between Adam and Jesus? Uh-huh. Adam didn't live, he was just full grown. <laughs> he was created a full grown man. But Jesus was born as a baby. He went through every stage of human experience. 
So, to make him perfect through suffering, he went through every stage of human being and lived a full-blown human life. He could have, why didn't he come as Adam came? Could have, Jesus could have come as a man, because he went as a man, he just went. Went up, he was just invisible stairs and he was going, they saw him. Bible said in Acts chapter 1 verse 11, and the cloud received him from their side, chapter verse, verse 10 and verse 11. Verse 10, but the cloud received, he went. They were watching him as he was going. So he could have come the same way. Yeah. By this time, he's coming the same way. You know, he said this, Acts chapter 1 verse 11. He said he's going to come the same way you saw him go. This Jesus. He said he's going to come the same way as you saw him go into heaven. He's coming to come the same way. But let me not get this right. Now, wouldn't he have been sufficient? Why did he come on earth? Why did he come on earth? Ah, you forgot it so soon. Why did he come on earth? Why did he come on earth? So why didn't he come on Monday, big man, and die Friday like Easter, everything? Teach within Monday and Friday, teach everything he taught. All the things. Multiply the bread he multiplied. Ten water. He could have done different things because he's no superman. Could have done this and then die on Friday. Die on Friday. Resurrect on Sunday like he did. Die the same way he died. Why did he have to live? In fact, from the age of 12 to the age of 30, we just, when he was born, after he was born, after Christmas, after Christmas, of you were thinking every day, every year, after Christmas, we didn't hear anything about Jesus. Then maybe when he was two years, they ran, they flee to Egypt and all that, all his infancy. We didn't really hear anything about, then when he was 12, he went to the temple, that's all. And then after he was 12, we didn't hear anything about him, so he was 30. Why are you so much eager for people to know about you? You want to announce your presence every time prematurely. Premature exposure can cause you. One of the dangers of ministry, dangers of ministry, is trying to be like Benihin very early. Any money you get, <laughs> you go by white shoot, white shoot. And then when you ask you come and lead prayer, you are coming to stand there, everybody lift up your hand. Come on, come on, come on, come on, live life, live life. Stop trying to mimic people you are not yet at their level. You are forcing to buy cars you can't afford. The fact that you can pay for it doesn't mean you can afford to drive it. There are two different things. You are pushing your husband to try and move from where you guys live. Pick premature exposure, it will kill you before your time. Moses was taken out of Egypt to be, to be hidden. Because he was, he was getting prematurely exposed by thinking I can help people. God says, okay, it's okay. I have it. Come on, go to the wilderness. The, your wilderness experience is necessary for you. You need it. Don't cut it short. Don't cut it short. Go, go through the process for your development. Bible says in the last verse of uh, Luke, the last verse, the last verse, in chapter 1, rather, the last verse in chapter 1. He was kept at the back side of the desert. He was in the desert. You don't like the desert life, but sometimes it's good for your development. And the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert. He became more strong in spirit. Some of us, we are not even yet strong in spirit. You want to get a puppy to be preaching. He became strong by he was in the desert. You didn't come to this church for this church for recognition. You came for maturation. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> we are not here to recognize people. <laughs> it's your, is this person's 21st birthday? Is this person's 40th birthday? Oh, come on, let's put red carpet. Let's walk. He was kept at the backside of the desert. When? For how long? Until the day of his... The day of your manifestation is coming. I said the day of your manifestation is... Bought them the wilderness experience in haste for manifestation. Don't take your time, walk with God, trust God. Don't cut it short, don't compare yourself, run your own race. Don't be, don't be running like others are running. Run your own race in honesty, sincerity, and love for God. Run your, don't be in a hurry to be seen. That shoe is okay, don't change it. Don't change it. You are fine with that shoe, don't change it. Don't change it. The head, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just about three weeks old. It's fine. Keep it. It's okay. It's okay. Your wedding. Don't do your wedding based on what others are doing. They went to rent a, 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 a limousine. So you also want to rent a limousine. Lamborghini Countach. You want to outdo somebody? Your wedding. Listen, don't forget. You just got your job not too long ago. About three years now. Some others have been working for 25 years. So if they are going to holiday in Barbados, please don't think you are at their level. Yeah. It is fitting for God in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Wait for your perfection to happen. But what does it mean? Jesus has to be made perfect through suffering. Because other than that, he doesn't qualify to really save us. He has to be made perfect. He has to go through the process of human experience, of human suffering, of human. He was hungry. He cried. He, he was tired. He was thirsty. He was tempted. You know, just like the same things we go through. He was beaten and he died. So that every sphere of human experience, basically, he went through it for us. And passed, tick, 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 tick. Mm. So all the credit he's, he accrued in his human living, he saved it in an account. When you come to him, he trans- even though you have a bad record, he gives you his record before God. So when you come before God, he doesn't see your record. He sees the record of Jesus because he lived a human life. for him in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Perfect through suffering. The Bible says that count it all joy if you go to, when you go to diverse trials and temptation knowing this, that the trial of your faith, the more the heat is turned up, produces maturity. It produces, he said, and let patience have its perfect work. James chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. But did you receive something at all? Come on, put your hands together. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. 
why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.